This is the intro for DM Radio. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Dan with DM Radio. I am your host, your producer, your soundboard guy, your cue card holder, and the person who has to go back and make all the edits when I lose track of what I should be saying. I am here to talk to you about some stuff that I think is important. So I hope you're ready to listen and I hope you're ready to get into today's episode about life distractions. This is going to be an episode that is a little more serious. I'm probably still gonna just ramble on and talk my shit, so I hope you guys enjoy it. But first of all, we need to talk about something very important. My home is in crisis, red hot flaming Cheetos mode. I am starting to run low on toilet paper. This is not something that happens very typically in my house because, and please don't judge me for this, I am a proud card-carrying Costco shopper. That's right. Before coronavirus, before all of this craziness hit, and I promise we're not going to focus this whole episode around coronavirus like every podcast has been doing, we're going to try to uh, keep things a little light. But this is important. Uh, Before this whole pandemic hit, I was a proud Costco shopper. I would go to the meat section. I would get all my delicious Kirkland meat because God knows I can't slaughter an animal and put it in my freezer myself. The most I can do is cut the fucking plastic wrap off of these uh, prepackaged chickens and divide them into nice little freezer bags. So whenever I get a little hungry... All I got to do is remember to take it out and defrost that shit so I can eat it later. And God knows half the time I am not a responsible enough adult to even do that. And so I end up eating cereal for dinner or having bagged salad, which is another Costco specialty. I'm sure if you guys have been recently or if you're also card carrying members, welcome to the team. Uh, You have enjoyed all the pleasures of Costco land. Uh, cheap wine and all. Anyway, I normally shop there. I normally don't run out of toilet paper because when you buy one of their amazingly cheap, you can honestly get like 48 rolls of toilet paper for, I think it's like 14 bucks. It's insane. And we used to take advantage of this all the time. We would buy it. And then for like four months, we could crap all we wanted and never had to worry about a thing. Some people don't live this lifestyle. From what I understand, most people don't live this lifestyle where they will just go to your local CVS or the grocery store, pick up a nice little 12-pack, and you know, you, you're you good to go. You're good to go for a couple weeks. You're set on toilet paper. So finally, I've hit the point where after being locked inside for 45 days, I, I don't know. I'm recording this on May 2nd. I've been locked in the house since March 16th. Um, we are finally starting to run out and now I have this situation where I can't really go back to Costco because they have these signs out basically saying that, Hey guys, sorry, all the Karens came through. They cleaned us out. There's no more hand sanitizer. There's no more cleaning supplies. There's no more toilet paper. Um, we wish we didn't have to sell to them and their butch 
ass haircuts, but unfortunately we do because they are paying customers and also even more unfortunately they have just as many rights as you guys do. So I am at a loss. However, a couple weeks ago, a buddy of mine texted me and he was super excited. He even sent me a picture of the toilet paper that he got. He said, oh, Dan, like, you need to check this out. There's this app. I believe it was like a DoorDash or Postmates or GoPuff, uh, something like that. All fantastic companies. All of you are welcome to sponsor me or just hire me. Uh, either way, reach out. I'll, I'll definitely get back to you because I have nothing better to do. He tells me about this and says, oh, they delivered it right to my house and it was, you know, reasonably priced. I've been looking everywhere for toilet paper, everywhere. And this was the only place I was able to find it. And I'm just, I'm stunned. I'm thinking, it's like, well, okay, I don't really need it that bad. I'll keep it in mind, but like, you're acting a little crazy. You're acting like you just found some buried treasure or you just found a nice new weed dealer who's going to hook you up and give you that, you know, first time discount. Like, you sound so excited about this. Why? I, I don't really understand. And now, as of today, I finally understand. I can totally relate to the feeling of getting <laughs> toilet paper. Oh my God, what has the world become? I can finally relate to the feeling of getting toilet paper and knowing that I'm secure in being able to wipe my ass for at least a few more days, knowing that I don't have to invest in that bidet, which it, it actually is starting to sound really tempting. Um, you know, I am very interested in getting a bidet. So if anybody at Tushy is listening to this, uh, send a sponsorship my way. Okay, that's a bit enough shameless plugs for one episode. No more sponsorship requests. When they come, they come. So I just, it's amazing to me how this culture has freaked out so quickly over something so simple that... I just, you know, I know I'm late to the party here, but I didn't really realize how big of a need it was until my supplies started getting low. So if you are a toilet paper hoarder, I hope you are ashamed of yourself. I hope that the toilet paper catches on fire in your home and you cannot use it for its proper use. Anyway, so... All that being said, we're going to get into today's topic. I'm going to try to stay as focused as possible, but it's hard because I'm constantly bouncing off the walls, which is a perfect transition into what our topic is about, life distractions. Ooh. If you have like ADD, which I'm pretty sure I probably do, I've never really discussed it with a doctor or anything, but... Uh, the amount of times that I get distracted and I just want to start doing something else regardless of what I'm doing, um, I would say it's probably a pretty safe bet. It's taking everything in me just to sit still and talk into. It's taking everything for It's taking everything in me to sit still and just talk into this microphone for 20, 25 minutes at a time. So I'm doing my best. Um, distractions, though, are a killer. And there's three main things to it. Um, maybe two things. I don't know. We'll see how much time we have. 
The first thing is the amount and variety of distractions. Life right now in America is pretty dang easy under normal circumstances. Think about it. Most people out there, they have a job. They go to that job, whether it's a job that they like, a job that they hate, whatever it is, they go to that job and then they'll come home, they'll eat dinner, they'll kiss their kids on the head, take the dog for a walk, and then what do you do after that? It's like 7, 7.30, what are you doing with the rest of your night? Take a second and think about it because I know so many people out there, and God, I've been guilty of this. I'm so ashamed of myself for being guilty of this. So many people are just content to come home at the end of the day. They're tired. They don't really want to do anything, and they just plop their asses down in front of the TV, throw on some Netflix, throw on some Hulu, HBO, Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime. Look at how many streaming channels I can name. Can, can half the people out there name that many presidents? I mean, really. Like, these things are so designed to just get you to sit there and not move and just stay distracted and stay dumb. You know, it... God, I'm so sick of people referring shows to me. Like, what was that one that came out um, late last year or the one that got really hot? I think it was called You, the one about the serial killer who is like obsessed with some girl. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. I had so many people reach out to me and tell me like, oh, Dan, you got to get this. You got to start watching You. It's the best. It's the best. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm already watching three other things on two different platforms. You know, I'm watching the, my, I, everybody has their, their groupings of shows, right? You have your main show, you have your background noise show, and then you have your show that, you know, it's your guilty pleasure. Everybody has these shows. Like, real quick, off the top of my head, uh, my main show right now is Narcos. I'm watching that when I want to get serious and I want to get into something. My background noise show is That 70s Show, which is just amazing. Super underrated if you guys have never watched it, but we're talking about distractions. It's a distraction. It's bad. Don't watch it. Uh, and my other just, you know, my favorite show, my favorite show to listen to, my guilty pleasure is South Park. South Park's incredible. Uh, that is the one show that I can recommend to anybody who is just a fan of comedy. So, but like, look at that. Like, look how easily I can do that. Do you think I can name three hobbies that I have that have helped to improve my life? Like, not that easily. It is amazing just how, how simple life has become where it used to be the television, but with the television, you had to deal with big, scary commercials. You had to deal with commercial breaks where, God forbid, you have anywhere from two to four minutes where you can actually go and get shit done around your house. And you can turn the volume up really loud and you, you run up to the kitchen, you grab yourself a snack, you do whatever you want. And oh, you might have missed the beginning of the, of the show coming back. And guess what? This show isn't going to be on again for another week. Now, oh my God, now you come home and you're like, huh, do I want to watch the entire series of Orange is the New Black? Eh, why the hell not? I don't have anything else going on. And you can sit there, not moving just defecating all over yourself for hours and just have this entertainment stream directly into your eyeballs. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to think 
that so many people are content to live that way. And, you know, if you're happy with it, if you are a TV buff or a movie buff, which is one of my favorite hobbies that people uh, describe themselves as having, like, oh, I'm a movie buff. It's my favorite thing. I love to come home and sit and watch movies. Like, if you went to film school and you're really dissecting it and you're really into it, that's fine. But if you're just some average Joe, if you're an accountant, if you sell insurance, if you sell, I don't know, wood panel flooring, and you're like, oh, well, in my spare time, I'm a movie buff. Like, great, I'd love to have you on my trivia team, but I'm not really interested in talking to you. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's so easy. It's crazy. It's almost like whoever is working at these companies that are in charge of this, that are in charge of getting your eyeballs on the TV, they're doing a great freaking job, whether it's through the platform, whether it's through the exclusive content they offer. That's the other thing too. Exclusive content? Oh my God. You look at all these streaming services and they're just competing with each other. It's like, no, you need to have an HBO subscription so you can watch Ballers and you can watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, last season, super disappointing. Spoiler alert, just so you know. You need to have a Hulu subscription so you can watch uh, Rick and Morty or you can watch whatever the hell it is. You need to have Netflix so you can watch Tiger King. It's the only place you're going to watch Tiger King. Like, I get it. You all have your exclusives. You all have your different ways to get our money. And, you know, these services aren't cheap. Most of us are stealing a password from somebody. And so somewhere out there, there is a small group of people that are actually paying for all of these services that all of us are using. And they are the unsung heroes of America because they keep us distracted and they keep us dumb and they keep us happy where we don't have to think bad thoughts about, oh, my job sucks. I would love to be able to get out of something. No, you come home from your shitty job, you sit on your couch and you watch Joe Exotic, the Tiger King all night. He will keep you entertained. He will keep you pacified before you have to come back into work the next day and then you wake up and you do it all over again five days in a row. And then the weekend comes and by God, it's a beautiful day. And what have we found ourselves doing? Sitting inside, binging House of Cards because God knows we're never going to see Kevin Spacey on a television screen again. He's such a great actor. Whatever he did to those boys cannot be proven. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. It is something that is very concerning, and the amount of distraction between that, uh, the huge rise in video games, which, listen, I'm a personal fan of. I'm not always proud to admit it, but games got me. They got me at a young age. I came around at a good time uh, to be getting into video games, and they got me. It's my guilty pleasure. I find myself doing it, especially now more than ever, way more than what I should be, but they're fun. I like the fast-paced action of a lot of games. I like the slow-paced action of a lot of games. This plot, the storyline, I feel like it's a very underrated medium, but it is a time suck. For those people that sit down and watch a two-and-a-half-hour movie, you can get an entire plot, an entire story, all the best acting. You can enjoy your Netflix in one night. Most video games are a time sink. If you want a big RPG role-playing game, like let's say, uh, what's a super popular one? Skyrim. I'm sure all of you have heard of that. 
if you want the full story of Skyrim, you better be ready to invest 50 to 60 hours. If you want to even get into the side quests, into the optional missions, you're going to invest a lot more time in that. And yes, you get to build your character. And yes, it's fun. And yes, it has all the choices and the acting. And oh, you get to shoot people from, you know, 30 football fields away, hit them in the eye with an arrow, and they give you a slow-mo kill cam. It's absolutely friggin' fantastic. And kudos to the people that are making it. I am definitely into it. But it's a distraction. Same goes for the younger generation now. All of the kids who are obsessed with TikTok, don't worry, there's an episode coming on that later, with Twitch, with YouTube, with all of these streaming platforms, like, if you are a movie buff, you know, that's one thing. Like, you have films, you can check them off your list, whatever. But so many kids, and I know so many people that just go home and they'll just watch YouTube and they'll just watch Twitch, and they're not even playing a video game. They're just watching somebody else playing a video game. It's insane. I don't understand what kind of gratification really comes from that. And maybe I'm dating myself. Maybe I'm sounding old. You know, you are listening to this from the guy who plays video games. And, you know, I I understand it's a time sink. But, like, watching TikTok and just seeing these videos coming just one after another after another... It's enough to make you feel retarded. Like, I don't want to use the R word. I'm going to use it in this case because, honestly, you don't have to have any level of intelligence to find a video that you like on TikTok, scroll, and just keep on watching from the same creator, from the same genre, uh, videos that are using the same song over and over again. If I have to hear that Megan Thee Stallion song one more time, I'm a savage. Broji? Rash it, crash it, bam, 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 bougie, hash it, mash it. Like, you know, Megan the Stallion's great. I promote female hip-hop artists all the time. She's awesome. Um, but <laughs> if I have to hear that song and I have to see one more weird-ass TikTok video with her music in there, I, I'm just going to lose it. Um, it feels like the world, uh, especially since TikTok, and Snapchat was kind of like this. Vine was definitely the predecessor of this. I don't know what happened to them. I'm amazed that Vine went out of business, especially considering the fact that TikTok is as huge as it is now, and Vine introduced so many different features that other platforms are using. I really think it's the whole Chinese factor of just trying to take over our cell phones, trying to get our data, trying to uh, mind control us. If you didn't know, TikTok is a Chinese company, for the record. Uh, We'll get into conspiracy theories a little bit later, but TikTok is a Chinese company. Look it up. I don't want that shit on my phone. I downloaded it so I can learn a little bit about what is hot in the streets these days, but it is not something that I want on my mobile device, just period. It really feels like we are trying to ruin whatever sort of attention span we have left. When is the last time that you sat down, watched a movie, and didn't check your phone? Not in the movie theater where somebody's actively going to shout at you for it or you know throw their bucket of popcorn at you, but at home, 
whether you're with a significant other who I'm assuming you're comfortable with each other at this point, if you're in quarantine with each other, comfortable enough to check your phone in front of each other. Because when a relationship first starts out, most people are pretty, pretty hard on that. You know, if I'm with a girl and she's checking her phone a lot for whatever reason, you know, I, I would probably assume that she's either not really interested or she's talking to another guy or whatever it is. I've been with my current girlfriend now for almost four years. We celebrate four years in right around September, beginning of September. And I love to fuck with her though. It's so funny because we broke up kind of a lot in the first two years that we were together. Um, and so I tell her that we have, we don't have an anniversary. There is no defined date. I can give three or four different days when our anniversary is, and I will just pick whichever one is convenient so I don't have to buy a gift and I don't have to uh, make a big celebration of it. You know, someone call me cruel, men would call me a genius, but that's what I do. And it works. I'm kidding. I do get her anniversary gifts. We do celebrate one of the three occasions when it is a an appropriate time. And I knock it out of the fucking park with birthday gifts. So don't slide into my DMs about this. But it is all of this, all of these attention grabs, all of these time suckers, they are something that you can absolutely make a positive impact with in small portions. But I, I see it all the time. I sit here in my little Orlando apartment and I see people walking by and it is amazing how many of them just have their phone straight out in front of them. They're not looking at anything around them. They're not paying attention to the dog that they're walking. They're not enjoying the nice day. Bro, we live in fucking Orlando. The weather is beautiful. Do you know what it's like? Well, God, it's May. Do you know what it was like just a month or two ago up north in Pennsylvania? God, I talked to all my friends. They're like, oh, Dan, it's 20 degrees out. What, what's it like down there? Oh, it's 70. It's sunny. It's beautiful. Honestly, I kind of question why I want to move back when it comes to that. But sometimes home just feels like home, man. You can't really beat that. So it's just... It, it's something that we all are guilty of, I especially. I should not be preaching about this. But, you know, it's, I think awareness is the first step. When you actively do make an effort to check your screen time on your phone, or you actively make an effort to read a book instead of playing a video game, or you're finding something to do with your laptop that is positive, super easy to hop on Reddit, to hop on uh, YouTube and just watch stuff, read stuff, consume, consume, consume. But it's so much harder to create and it's so much harder to put your time and efforts towards something that is going to be productive in the long run. Whether or not it's actually something that you can make a career out of, whether or not it's something that you can actually make a boatload of money off of. But I really do think it's important that even if you are using a digital platform, uh, except TikTok, fuck you if you're a creator on TikTok, it's really important that you put your time and effort towards something positive. And well, that's it. Um, I'm going to go record another episode. 
So uh, this is number three and four should be coming soon. So until then, everybody, take it easy. I love you all.